strong again. We will make America proud again. We will make America safe again. And we will make America great again. God bless you. What's up, David here, Red Pill News. Hope you're well. I can't believe this. The left is actually attempting to abolish the Electoral College. I mean, they've been attempting that for a while. This isn't completely new. But the renewed calls for abolishing the Electoral College just shows how desperate the left is to keep Trump out of office. But it's not going to happen. It's not going to work. We're going to get into that story. But first, I want to give you an update on the Russia-Ukraine war. We're going to talk some details there. I see a comment here I want to answer right away. Mr. Everything, the United States is a constitutional republic and not a democracy. I agree 100%. The United States Constitution does not mention the word democracy one single time. The founding fathers knew precisely how dangerous a tyranny of the majority is to the people. So it was never mentioned once in the United States Constitution. You saw the thumbnail to my video. It says, Save Democracy. Well, you know, that's what the left and what Democrats, what they think and believe. And uh, by the way, I'm sick, so if I sneeze and sound like I'm dying, excuse me in advance. Uh, that may happen. But let's go ahead and dive into these specifics of the war. And the reason I'm talking about this first is the left news won't tell you these things. They're They're running this propaganda game that Ukraine is in great spirits, that they're doing well, and they're not. This war, they're, they're way, way outgunned and outpowered by Russia. It's just a fact. And I'm not, you know, the left would call someone like me a Russian sympathizer. No, I'm an American sympathizer. The United States of America, I want to see our country succeed. I want my tax dollars to stop going to wars in other countries that most Americans don't support, that I don't support. So that's why I want to talk about this, because again, the left is telling us that you know everything is fine. But no, this uh, this new general in Russia, he basically said, "Hey, you've got to demilitarize your area that we've now taken. We call it our land. If you don't do that, it's going to be the Russian military that decides your fate." So it's kind of an ominous warning. This warning came from this new general. They're called, I think they're calling him General Death. This only happened just a few days ago, like three days ago. So Russia is getting impatient and, you know, all the money we've sent, it doesn't really matter because Ukraine only has about 100,000 troops left. Russia has about 700,000 troops on the north and the east. And I think that the military industrial complex is using this last bit of cash infused to, you know, to, to make money. They love to make money. They love how to, to propagate and make more weapons, but the public opinion is turning. The longer this draws on, public opinion is turning, and I want to get back to a couple more stories on it before we go to this wild, wild, ridiculous attempt to get rid of the Electoral College. So this is huge. This is America's fault. You may or may not know this. It is, it's really America that wanted, invited Ukraine into NATO. I feel like this is an important part of history that's not, you know, taught too much either. George Bush in 2008. This is PolitiFact, by the way, Facebook fact checkers. I'm using your favorite source. 
I'm using PolitiFact, so you can't get mad, you can't get mad at me. Well, you still might, but you shouldn't because I'm using your source. But yeah, under in 2006, a, a NATO membership was proposed. Then it was proposed as early as 2002, but I'm looking exactly here. Bush W said, "Hey," or W Bush said, "Hey, join." Yeah, Bush, uh, Ukraine president. Let's see. NATO welcomes Ukraine and Georgia's Euro uh, Atlantic aspirations for membership. So Putin said this isn't cool a long time ago. I mean, we wouldn't want a China alliance on the border of, you know, Mexico. I don't see why it's so controversial that they're trying to protect their borders. They don't want an enemy to have a land bridge to their capital. So again, it's just more attrition is building up against Ukraine. And there's been, I think, 200, maybe 150 missile strikes, somewhere in the hundreds just since Christmas. The infrastructure is really getting hit hard. And uh, let's take a look at another story here. Belarus, they've got, they've estimated, like I said earlier, uh, in the east and the north, 700,000 troops uh, one of our colonels, Douglas McGregor, said Russia will establish victory on its own terms. It's launched another major missile strike. I'll just go through these real quick. Yeah. The mayor is saying, hey, we're going to evacuate if power is lost. And they're starting to hit those critical sites. So let me get to a few comments here. We're going to go to the main story, if I can look at some of these comments. I can... Uh, read all of them. It depends on what you say. You know, social media is uh, not, you know, I can't say everything. Half the country will accept that. Yeah, I don't think that half of the country is going to accept getting rid of the Electoral College. Uh, it is the, you know, it can be the tyranny of the minority or majority. That's a, a comment that that Dandy here said. Yeah, so I've heard it called both, the tyranny of the minority and the majority. I've heard it be called both. But yeah, let's go back to this story here. We're going to jump straight in. This is Jamie Raskin, and this is MSNBC. And of course, they support it. They support this insane idea of getting rid of the, rid of the Electoral College. I don't want New York telling me what to do in Tennessee. I mean, that's where I'm from. I'm not there now. I don't want New York telling people what to do in Wyoming in Wisconsin, in Nebraska, in Idaho. It's simply not right, but this is what this guy says. He's saying, you know, if we can't get rid of Trump one other way, let's abolish the Electoral College. If the DOJ will not bring criminal charges against Trump, let's abolish the Electoral College. That is how insane these people are acting. And, you know, the Electoral College is so important, but again, as I emphasize, this shows the desperation that they have. They're so desperate to get rid of Trump, and we've already seen Russiagate. I mean, that was proven so false. I mean, you can't be more false than false, but that's how false it actually was. There, nothing came of that. They had year-long investigation. Mueller found nothing whatsoever. And then there's the the charges of the documents and, you know, the Section 2, Article 1. No, I'm sorry, Article 2, Section 1, the vesting clause of the United States Constitution. 
gives the power of the executive branch to the president. The president has the ability to declassify documents. But nobody wants to admit that on the fake news. They don't want to say the, the quiet part out loud. The Constitution gives the ability to the president to declassify. And then, you know, the January 6th thing, that committee has dissolved and they have re withdrawn, retracted their subpoena to bring Trump forward. Well, guess what? It's over for that Democrat-controlled committee. January 3rd, Republicans take control. What is that? That's five days from now. That's when the impeachment inquiry starts for Biden. They're going to look at his bank account, and there were several warnings of what looked like to be bad transactions, potentially fraudulent transactions, and uh, it's going to be a completely sh complete shift. Hey, Yolanda, good to see you. Just checking in from Hill Country, Texas. Cool. Hill Country. I'm, I'm guessing you're saying you're in the in the rural area, or maybe you're saying you meant to say county, but good to see you. Uh, yeah, so this situation is about to flip entirely, and I'm, I'm going to make a main video about this, but the GOP is in civil war, and it's actually a good thing. You've probably seen this. You've probably seen, you know, Trump just, <laughs> he told, uh, not, I was going to say Chuck Schumer, but no, Mitch McConnell he said, why doesn't Mitch McConnell just say what he really is? He's actually a Democrat, and he really does act like it. He's got the same priorities as does Biden, it seems, and he's so eager to send more American taxpayer money to Ukraine. I mean, Mitch McConnell pretty much is a Democrat at this point. But you had, I don't recall the exact number of U.S. GOP senators who voted for the omnibus with Ukraine aid? It was, it was close to half. I don't think it was exactly half, but uh, it, it was enough where you're like, "Hey, these people are not constitutionally conservative." What's up, Teddy? Good to see you, Alabama, great state. Uh, so, what's going to happen now? They're going to have this investigation. Look at the financial records of the Biden family, and. I think there's going to be these financial institutions had independent alerts come to them and and say that these transactions did not look good at all. So I think they're going to they're going to find something probably. Who knows? Either way, I hope they don't draw it out politically and they get that done. But to the point of the GOP civil war, you have uh, McCarthy. I always confuse McCarthy McConnell to mix McCarthy. He's promising you know, make me Speaker of the House and I'll do all these investigations and this and that. And I don't really like him, but he is, he'd be better than Liz Cheney. Liz Cheney, there is a small chance she could become Speaker of the House, even though she did not win her Wyoming election. She lost uh, severely, I think the biggest loss in modern history, 40%. Technically, she still could be elected speaker. She would just need to get all the Democrat votes and five or six Rhino Republican votes, and then she would be Speaker of the House. I think there's a small, small probability of that, but it is possible. You know, McCarthy, him promising we're going to investigate Biden. He promised he's going to impeach Mayorkas. I think he has to do these things because the Freedom Caucus is growing every two years right now. The Freedom Caucus with, you know, Lauren Boebert, with Matt Gates, 
Marjorie Taylor Greene, people like that. It's expanding its power, and there's a lot of constitutional Republicans, conservatives who are not on the Freedom Caucus. They're just sick of the leadership siding with Democrats. I mean, for goodness sake, you had Mitch McConnell withdraw money from Blake Masters in Arizona. You had him support the the current senator in Alaska. I'm trying to remember her name over her challenger, who was super constitutionally conservative, MAGA, Trump-approved America First candidate. You literally have Republican leadership withdrawing money, campaign money, from good Republicans. That's how divided this party is. So I'm going to talk about what that actually means for the party and what's going to happen over the next two years. Let's see. Donna, I see your comment there. Murkowski, yeah. Hey, yeah, Murkowski. Mitch supported Murkowski over this other candidate. It is, it's pretty wild. But so here's what's going to happen these next two years. You're going to have not too many things legislatively accomplished because the House said, okay, you voted for this omnibus bill. Several Republicans in the House, U.S. House, said anything you bring forth, you senators who voted for this omnibus bill, we're not going to vote for your legislation. So I think it's 15 to 20 GOP senators out of 49 that voted for this omnibus bill. Whenever they propose legislation, there's a big coalition in the House of Republicans that says, I'm not going to pass your bill in the House, the House version of it. It's not going to get done. Well, then these same Republicans in the Senate said, oh, you're going to play that game? You're not going to pass our legislation in the House? Well, we're not going to pass your legislation in the Senate. So I don't think the GOP is going to get a lot done these next two years. There's going to be some bipartisan stuff, but the the conservative stuff that you would want out of a conservative house, I don't think a lot of it's going to get done. And this omnibus bill forced another year of Biden's legislative agenda in some ways. And that's a disaster in itself because this this extends the next time they get to use the power of the purse, the U.S. House, they, they get to you know regulate commerce, they have the power of the purse of the, the federal budget. That gets extended, I believe, until December of 23. So that's kind of, that's a long time off, but there should be a shot to crack that within three or four months that will allow the House to defund Biden's priorities unless he secures the border. So we do have some hope of securing the border before then, there are some financial things that the House can really hurt uh, Biden that I think all Republicans want to get done. Yeah, absolutely. Look, th- this is great. Yeah, they do need to quit acting like children and work for the American people. And and that's what is so sad about this generation of Republican leadership. They're so entrenched, and they hit it before Trump. When Trump came around, he exposed all of it. And now they're out in the open. They're complicit. And, you know, if you're a political news person, you're a news junkie, you've known this for a while. You're awake. You're not woke. You're awake. You've taken the red pill in your own way. But there's a lot of people that I call normies. Most people in this country don't follow politics until something gets really bad for them. 
And then when it happens, they start paying attention. And we saw that with gas. We saw that with the economy. We see people getting tired of hearing about this war. It's making people anxious. And with with this immigration crisis, Democrat cities, they're getting a bus or two of immigrants. Okay, maybe a little more, maybe 10 buses or 20 in Chicago and, and D.C. I know it wasn't many. And they are freaking out. I mean, they're getting a tiny fraction compared to what Arizona and Texas goes through. And they're seriously concerned about it. So we've had over 4 million immigrants cross the border. That is more people than residents in the city of Los Angeles, the second biggest city in the United States of America, more immigrants in close to two years now than our second biggest city. It's pretty wild to think about, but this is the basics of of what's going to happen. There's not going to be as many things accomplished legislatively. People are going to see this infighting, and it's going to highlight the divide further between MAGA Republicans that want to get things done for America and this old establishment class that simply wants to get rich and have fancy dinners and have important people in their offices in D.C. They do not work for the American people, and we're tired of those people. And this civil war in the GOP, I think, is going to be actually a good thing because it's going to make more people aware. And in 2024, we actually do have a winning strategy. We're going to have to put drop boxes in churches and in gun stores where it's legal, states where it's legal. I believe in one vote one day, but we have to beat the Democrats at collecting ballots for a whole month because that's what they do. We've got to beat them at that game so we can federally legislate One day, one vote. So I'm excited about that. I've got one more comment here. Besides saving America, what what do they think Trump will do? I'm guessing you're you're saying here, what do they think Trump will do? Um, You know, they just, they're so establishment and they, they, it's insane to think that these people, represent the wealthy. The Democrats actually used to be, before they became the way they are now, more related to the working class, and it was Republicans that were the establishment. But something in the past 30 to 40 years has completely switched, and you've not got liberals anymore. You've got completely woke leftists. I would not call them liberal. I mean, it's pretty common to call them liberal. They might call themselves liberal, but they're leftists. I'm not really sure what their game plan is or why, they're so afraid of of Trump. And, I mean, he really was making America great. He really was. Well, that's the quick update I had for you. I think the Russian-Ukraine war, I don't see it lasting much longer. I don't think the West has the will to escalate. I don't think NATO's going to get involved. I mean, you could have one of those horrible situations where a mistake leads to further involvement. That's what we're praying that that does not happen because... That's how you know wars get started sometimes as mistakes. But more than likely, Russia is going to you know dominate and it's going to come to an end. And I don't wish the I feel bad for the loss of life for all of that. That all of it's horrible. But we need to get out of these foreign countries and quit fighting wars and using our money where we shouldn't be using it. And yes, the GOP civil war I think will help MAGA Republicans and help put America first. Hey, I'll be back with more Red Pill news soon. If you enjoyed this, hit the follow and subscribe.
thumbs up, and I will talk to you soon.